0: Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best, hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her2 Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show there it is hello 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 how are you Hello. <laughs> pretty good how are you i'm good i'm good look like we was having a little bit of connectivity issues or something i don't know what that because it threw me out and i was having a hard time getting into it
1: yeah
0: and then when i finally got in it and sent you you know the notification you didn't get it so i don't know maybe yeah. they were doing some updates or something behind the scenes with the platform so yeah, possibly. Okay, so welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap where we recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful and this is for the week of March eighth through March twelfth. Can you believe we actually been on this podcast for officially over a year now?
1: <sighs> it doesn't even seem like it's been that long.
0: I know, right? <laughs> Because we actually started, I think, our first episode, and let me just double check. It was at the end of um, February, I think.
1: I don't know. I have to um, see. I don't know for sure, but you you have said that before, that we started in February.
0: Yeah, it was like late February, beginning of March. So that's why I said over a year, because I know yeah. we but wow, time flies and I'm glad we've had you guys as support over this first year of us doing this. I've really enjoyed it. I'm enjoying the interaction across the globe and I'm enjoying working with Keisha on this project. So I really appreciate you. you as well for being here to keep it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Thank you guys again for all of your support over this past year. So I wanted to make sure I acknowledge that before moving forward.
1: So yeah, thank you for involving me in
0: it. Oh, no problem. I'm glad I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, let's see. Like I said, this is for both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful for March 8th through the 12th. And we usually start out with the Young and the, uh, young and the Restless in the first hour and then the second hour or the second half of the show is usually the bold and the beautiful. And um, then we do a segment at the end called Flip the Script, which what that is is if there's a particular scene or a particular storyline that you wish could be different, we talk about it in our own way of how we would flip that script. So that's what that entails. So without further ado, let's get on to the Young and the Restless. And we have the Psyaxary Storyline. Mm -hmm. which includes the stuff that's going on with um billy and victoria that we just yeah Mm -hmm. and and then we have the storyline of elena and devon and then of course if you wanted to attach that on with the whole thing with abby and her having a baby with Mm -hmm. them and then the whole thing with Chelsea, Sharon, and Adam, and Ray. Yep. And I think that's all. Those are the three big things this week, right? Do we have any other? Because
1: we, oh. Well, Nothing big, but there's, I mean, I guess you could do the, the underlying story with of, um, Ashlyn and well, with Kyle, Kyle. Kyle and Summer and okay. Tara.
0: Okay, let's start there. Okay. All right, so. With the Syaxeries situation, before that even came onto the scene, you guys, I know we found out that Kyle had a son through an affair that he was having with Ashlyn Locke's wife, Tara. And, of course, it came to light that he's a father and he's been carrying this secret. Sally knows about the secret, but... And now Summer knows about the secret as well, and she mm-hmm. seems supportive until Tara came to town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, where do you want to start with this part of that storyline?
1: Um, we can start. We can start with with Summer's reaction to Tara mm-hmm. from okay. the to town.
0: What did you think about that? Because I mean, she was so supportive. Of uh, you know I'm you know I'm here I'm by your side Cal I'm you know yes you have a son but I wasn't in the picture and then when Tara comes in she just did a a 180.
1: <laughs> I think that was I felt like that was just for a split second she felt mm-hmm. the insecurity of um seeing her in person and because she mentioned she mentioned how how pretty she was and something about how together she is or something like that. But then she I feel like she went back to being supportive cool. about the mm-hmm. whole thing, um with his son. So I, I think that was just a small little which I mean I, I think that would pretty much be anybody that was possibly in Summers position seeing the woman that, you know, the love of your life has a kid with. <clears throat>
0: well for, I mean for a
1: split second you probably start you you feel a little A little bit of insecurity
0: yeah and i mean yes she did mention about the fact of her looks but she also mentioned how tara was looking at kyle as if i don't know what she saw in that as if she thought maybe tara was longing for him or something and you know kyle had to reassure her like you know i'm with you i don't Mm -hmm. have nothing to do with her and i think at that point you know she kind of like okay you know let me get my head on straight but for a moment she was seeing things
1: (laughs) yeah because I don't I didn't see what she thought she saw right I don't don't see Tara as like longing for Kyle or anything like that it seems like her number one concern is making sure Ashlyn doesn't find out the paternity of the, the kid right so that's what I'm saying she really took her mind there you
0: know and I'm like mm. all that she probably was just looking in that direction because I mean Ashlyn was talking to Kyle and that was her Ashlyn walk up in there and he thought that Kyle was a bellboy yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Kyle looking at funny. him like what we well, you really go get your <laughs> stuff at the car you know
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I guess that just shows how uh High and mighty and up on the high horse, Ashlyn is. And then for him to even, not even probably just showing that he doesn't even really pay attention or give a care about anybody that's around him. Yeah. For him to have, have jumped to that conclusion.
0: And then the same thing with Summer because Summer was like, maybe I can help you with that. And he said something to her, and then she was like, Wait a minute, hold on, my mom owned yeah. this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny that was pretty funny but once he found out he was an abbot he gave this story to kyle about how he did some dis- business dealings with john mm-hmm. and all of that but he gave the good sides of it until of course kyle talked to his father and jack was mm-hmm. like yeah well he tried to swindle grandpa out of some stuff
1: you know right Yep. but
0: yeah. um i thought that was a funny Interaction and the way they kind of put Ashley in this place, like, dude, you don't know who you' talking to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you come up in here assuming that you know I'm the bellboy and she either works for the staff and you know, no, I'm an abbot and her mama owned the Grand Phoenix. So, back up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I thought
1: that was pretty funny. Yeah, that
0: was funny, but yeah in regards to the insecurities just in those interactions Summer was sitting up there watching Tara thinking that he you know I was watching how she was looking at you It's like girl she was just looking at him it wasn't yeah. nefarious okay
1: yeah Summer's an insecure person anyway she was you know slightly insecure when it came to Sally mm-hmm. of course she was insecure about Lola so mm-hmm. I think any I think any woman that may have had some type of dealings or she may think be interested in Kyle. She, she shows her insecurities.
0: Yes, yeah, she does. Yes, yeah, she does. So
1: now let's kind of, did you have any more on their interaction before I, I kind of, not that particular interaction. Okay. Um, so what
0: else you get uh Were you moving over to Sally and Tara or yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So, we, uh, Sally, of course, is trying to play this as if she's just in, she was just interested in talking to Tara because Tara's a designer, businesswoman, etc. Mm-hmm. But I don't fully buy that. I, of course, she's got her ulterior motives of digging deeper into maybe trying to get some information about um, the sun mm-hmm. or maybe she can get close enough to Tara that she'll tell her, uh, maybe tell her about. Um, her relationship with Kyle eventually or something like that but we all know that it's not just about her being a designer right she's because she brought up she I think she didn't she bring up like something about her son didn't she ask her a question about her something
0: right and then Tara really you know she shifted on it and so it it cued uh, Sally to kind of back off and I'm trying to think of what it was that she said to her oh um, I know what it was She was saying that she remembered her from hanging out and it had to do something with her and Kyle hanging out in New York and crossing paths with each other. And Tara was like, yeah, but that's the extent of it." It was something like that.
1: Yeah. So my thing is you she tries to play it as if she wants to be. She wants to bury the hatchet with Kyle in the summer. Mm-hmm. She wants to be friends and all this kind of stuff. But yet, you're still sticking your nose. And you know what you're doing. She's still sticking, trying to stick her nose in his business when it comes to that kid. She, She's doing that on purpose. And she's trying to play. She was trying to play done with Kyle. Like, that's not what I'm... I'm that has nothing to do with you. And everything doesn't... The world doesn't revolve around you. We have things in common. Like, she's a designer. But then you would be over there talking to her about business and design. You wouldn't be bringing up her personal, um, her personal business business and talking about her son. Exactly. So if she's mm-hmm. digging is what she's doing. Yeah. And my thing is, Kyle, if he's so worried about that, if he went to Tara and said, look, she's the one that brought up this news about you having a kid. So if I were you, I would stay away from her that's all he had to do exactly i don't know why why would you be why would you keep that quiet or why would you not warn her about that instead of i guess for whatever reason you don't want her to know that sally knows about it if anything that's going to keep her away from sally and it's going to keep her mouth shut
0: yeah i just think go ahead i'm sorry go ahead i'll let you finish your thought no 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 no, i'm done oh because i mean actually that could cut Sally out of a lot of things that could cut Sally out the relationship with Jack and it could cut uh, Sally out of this whole new conversation with Tara if mm-hmm. Kyle opened his mouth if Kyle yeah. was to go to his father and say look I got a son I, and I don't think Jack would even be mad at that I think he'd be more ecstatic about that yep. and say, but it's through the situation with Ashlyn Locke and you know it's a it's a bad idea because i had an affair with his wife i can guarantee you jack will figure out a way to get out of this thing but certainly the, yeah but on the flip side when it comes to if kyle really want to get one up on sally without blowing the whole la thing he could easily say to jack look sally knew about this and she's been hanging it over my head theo came to yep. town and told me about all this. She happened to find out about it. And she's just been dragging this thing out. That right there. Would probably put Jack on notice. To say wait a minute. Let me slow my roll with this girl. Exactly. You know. but because exactly. Kyle And that's what I was saying last his, week. Right. And when Kyle. Because Kyle won't open his mouth. To Jack. And even with like you just said. With Tara. If he tells Tara. Pull off to the side. Look I know you talked to that girl. Over there named Sally. But she knows everything about me, yep. you, Harrison, and what happened in New York. You need to stay away from her because she's fishing for information. Tara yep. would have went out the back door.
1: Yep, she sure would have. But Kyle So go ahead. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Mm Like that's that's what she's banking on, is that you're too ashamed to tell anybody what happened. Mm-hmm. She's banking on that. And she used it. She threatened him with it again. Yes, she did. So, I just, I don't know. That just doesn't make sense to me. That that Kyle is just too afraid or is refusing to let everybody know that Sally knows.
0: Yeah, I mean. it that could save him
1: a lot of heartache. it, It
0: could, you know. And even if he didn't say anything, as much as Phyllis is biting off at the (laughs) (laughs) to try to figure out what's going on all um uh summer would have to do is like look sally the Kyle got a kid now i don't know if the thing is i don't even think phyllis would be mad at that because the thing is it wasn't like he had this kid on summer right things happen i mean hey for a while Phyllis thought Summer was Jack's and, yep. and so I mean the family is messy. So this ain't nothing new. But yeah. when she did find out that Sally has been, you know, holding this over her head, who knows what this could do. But obviously there must be a bigger explosion down the line, I guess. I don't know. But it would make sense. Like you like we've seen, you know, for Kyle to just open his
1: mouth. Yeah. And I think when it does come out it, um, I do think Jack is going to be pissed, because I think eventually he's going to find out that Sally has been has been using it to blackmail to blackmail Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's how his relationship with her is going to blow up when he finds that out. And let's just flip this on Sally for a minute. If she wants to get out ahead
0: of this thing that Kyle and Summer is holding over her, Jack mm-hmm. and her are in a very vulnerable spot with each other. Even Mm -hmm. if, I believe, even if um, Sally was to tell Jack, you know what, I need to tell you something before we go further. I got involved in some things because, you know, the guy that I was in love with ended up going with his ex-con girlfriend who stole a baby and dumped me. And I took measures that was not so... um, not well, of a criminal nature, because, I mean, she did kidnap Flo. Mm-hmm. And I did all this stuff, and I got in trouble, and I got exposed. Bill Spencer knows about it. I can guarantee you, because of the fact that Jack tends to be so forgiving of everybody, he probably would be like, you know what, I had things in my past, too. That's That's what he always say. So, I mm-hmm. mean... Sally's worried about what Jack is thinking and Kyle is worried about what Jack would do and I'm thinking like one of y'all need to jump the gun first to take the power from the other person <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. you know what I mean Yeah. and if Kyle was smarter it, would be, him, it considering would be him his secret is nothing compared to Sally correct
0: Correct. but neither one of them So, I just think these are two bombs that are laying dormant like in a minefield and they're going to just all explode at once Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you something. Do you think it's kind- of... because I thought of a a whole different reaction Kyle was going to have when he found out this whole Syaxeries thing was going to happen because which means bringing Ashton Locke to town and from the conversation he had with with Ashton, it was like, "Oh yeah, I heard you were coming, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that didn't bother <laughs> you know I'm surprised they didn't write it that way that he was like oh my God, Ashley Locke is coming to town. I can't believe it. It was like, oh yeah, I heard about that. Welcome to Virginia City. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. What do you think about that? Did you expect a different response?
1: Um, I, I mean, I thought that he would have, a maybe be concerned mm-hmm. a little more than what he seemed to be. Exactly. Um, And then maybe, I thought maybe he was going to, does he know that Billy does he know he's coming to town because of Billy and Lily trying yeah, to do that business deal with him?
0: Exactly, he does because Ashlyn says, uh, Abbott, I'm here. I'm also here to see your. Um, I'm actually here to see Billy Abbott." And one of them, either you no, know, that was that was Kyle. He said, "That's my uncle."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess I would if well if that was his first time hearing that, that's why he was in town. Then I guess it wouldn't have happened that way, but. Um, I wonder if he's going to go to Billy and try to convince him to not do business with him
0: well, because remember of what, Jack you know because them. of the secret well Jack also um because remember when they got to the conference room at Jabot, and they mm-hmm. were in there talking, and Jack came in, and they- they brought up the whole conversation. they didn't say about the baby or anything, but they did bring up siaxeries and Ashland. Lock and, Jack, and Jack was like, yeah, I'm in on it with Billy. Because he said, did you know Billy and Lily were going after Syaxerese? Mm-hmm. And Jack was like, well, yeah, I'm backing them. So mm-hmm. now Kyle even now knows that his father is in this thing with trying to get Ashland Lock company. And there was like no response to that. So I'm surprised of how they wrote that because he originally didn't know that Aslan was coming to town while the other three players were trying to organize this. And then we see a scene with him being asked to be the bellhop and find out who Aslan was. And then he says, oh, yeah, I heard you were coming to town. I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe looking at it as if he tries to play calm with it or i mean maybe not even that but like if he if he does have concerns about lily or Mm -hmm. um billy and jack getting into this business deal with him he knows that he's gonna have to come clean about why so maybe that's why he's not saying anything yeah
0: yeah okay that's a that's a that's a thought too. I mean, because I was expecting Kyle to be like, "Oh God, they're coming to town" or something like that. Especially when he was trying to get away from all of this when Tara was here last week. You know, so I don't know. It was just weird to me, but that's just what I saw. I mean, hey, I get. I understand where you're oh, coming from. You too. know
1: what? Tara was the one that told him that they were coming to town. When. She they were on the phone and she said something about she said something to him about them coming to General City. And she was like, it doesn't have anything to do with you. This is a, it's about business or it's a business trip. OK, I
0: think okay. that was
1: that happened last sometime last week. So okay, he knew. Gotcha. Before, so he knew. He yeah. Knew. Okay, so that's when he gotcha. found
0: out. See, that's why you need two heads in this
1: conversation, because <laughs> I totally
0: forgot about that last week
1: yeah it just it just popped in my head that that happened i just couldn't okay. remember when. and i can he,
0: imagine folks in the audience listening to us saying he said it yeah. last week <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just couldn't remember when or, or uh he realized that that mm-hmm. billy and jack were were doing business with him or trying to do business with him mm-hmm. okay which i think that happened this week
0: yeah now Moving, kind of shifting even further with to the, to this other side of the coin with Jack and Sally, mm-hmm. they really getting close. I mean, because mm-hmm. they were kissing at the coffee house, um, yeah, and Kyle saw it,
1: yep. and I
0: think it made him him nauseous <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. by the way he I don't looked. Blame him. <laughs>
0: because he's like oh my god because i mean right now they're in an undercover blackmailing war and this person that's you blackmailing you and you blackmailing her is kissing your father
1: right
0: so i i don't know i was expecting something different when you know when they brought sally to young and restless and look, I don't have, I don't have issues with the older man, young man, you know, younger man, older woman, cause it's been done multiple times. I mean, you had Arturo yeah. or Nikki, you had, uh, quite a few folks from, you know, I mean, even this thing with Sharon and Adam, yeah. real life or on campus, Sharon's older than him. Yeah. So it's it, even in that situation, but I just thought that they would have put her in even I honestly want Chelsea gone but I'll, I'll talk about that when we get there mm-hmm. but even if they put Sally with Adam
1: yeah that, that would be been cool that would be a great matchup
0: or even put move Sally when she came over to town to be in a relationship well as we talked about many times before with Theo if he had to stay there or even with Kyle I just didn't even expect on the radar that they would have put her with Jack.
1: Yeah, me neither. Mm-mm. And I, nope. stay, I, 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 I keep mean, even if it, they
0: tried it. to yeah, even if they tried to stick her with Ray or somebody, you know, it, I just didn't, I didn't see I don't
1: Jack even think her personality matches Ray either. Honestly. Mm, no. I couldn't see those I mean, two together. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Ray's too, um, He's too straight and narrow for Sally, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. She She's, would have to <laughs> cause she always in trouble. Yeah. That would be like putting Rain Phyllis together. Like that just yeah. that wouldn't go.
0: That wouldn't go. You're right, you're right. But I just didn't expect Jack. But they're definitely trying to push this issue. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I don't know, you might have some fans out there who like the union. Um, other fo- I, screen wise I just don't see a fit you know like I say I've had no issues with other where there's years of difference between you know the two people on the show I mean I don't have issues with that to each mm-hmm. his own and
1: I, I think that um, even with Rory and Sharon together um, I'm pretty sure he's a lot he's at least oh he is what, maybe Sharon 10? just yeah. Ten years younger or so than Sharon.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, Sharon Case just turned fifty last month. Yeah. So either she turned fifty or fifty one. So and I know both Adam is Adam or Mark Grossman is in his mid to late thirties, and so is um Ray, the guy that plays Ray. So yeah, I mean, it's just that and the same thing with Phyllis. Phyllis is older than Nick. <laughs> so I mean, yep. Bastille Stafford is like 54, 55, and I think um, Josh Morrow is like 46, 47, something like that.
1: Yeah, he's yep. somewhere in his late 40s.
0: hmm So, I mean, it happens all the time. It's just that I, on on the, the chemistry level on screen, is just like day and night for Jack and Sally. I, I just... It's just not a good fit to me, you know. Right. And yeah, so I mean, but I know we we kind of went left with the whole, or you know, dissented. But I just think that um, I can understand why Kyle feels the way he did when he saw them kissing at the coffee house because I mean, it's a blackmailing situation going mm-hmm. on, and she's getting way, way deep in with your daddy.
1: Yeah. And it's just, you just don't know if it's genuine as well. Like, you don't know if she, is she really using him or does she truly, like, care about him? Like him. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And even got, because, I mean, he's so happy and and she looked like she's so happy because even Summer said to Kyle at the Summer House, I mean, at the um, coffee house. You know, that they both look so happy. Look at them. And Kyle was like, hold on. (laughs) yeah." You know, so I don't know. Is this legit or is she trying to undermine Jack? I I guess we'll have to see. But I will say if this is legit, this is about to blow up in her face because it's just way too much underneath
1: hiding that she's
0: hiding from Jack.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And and that's what I, that's one of the things I was saying last week is that she is so, I feel like she's very arrogant about what's going on now. Just in like the way that she was talking to Kyle at the coffee house when he saw Tara. She had this, this, um, it was this demeanor about her, like, I've got this info on you. So if you know what's good for you, if you know what's good for you, you're not going to say anything to Tara or your dad or whoever. And it's just like this very, like, I don't know. She just, I just feel like she's being very arrogant in this situation as if nothing can touch her. And it's, I just Mm -hmm. don't, I don't like it. I don't like the way that she's been acting um, since she's been Mm -hmm. to town.
0: Yeah, it's because sometimes it looks like she's trying to be on the up and up. And then at the same time. It looks like she's being shady, so you don't know, you don't know where she's coming from. Yeah,
1: you no. Know,
0: so I mean, because she's like, I'm legitimately trying to. Because I mean, she could have blew up his world, but I mean, at the same time, that would have blew up her world. So yeah. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting to see where Jack and and Sally is going to go
1: from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see this lasting too long.
0: Mm. No, it's just too much uh you know, it's too much being hidden from him. Yeah. You know, and especially just the fact that she's holding this blackmail uh on his own son, even if she if he was holding it on her, that's still his son at the end of the day. Exactly. So it's not going to be a good look no matter what that looks, you know, whether she shape it or try to change it in some different direction or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, okay. So since we're still on this whole Syaxeries pathway, I guess that moves us over to, um, everything that's going on with the three bidders. So you got Adam and Victor, you got, Jack and I mean uh, yeah, Jack, Lily and and uh, Billy, and now Victoria. So mm-hmm. let's let's kind of and I don't want to spend too much time on each one of them just a little bit because you know um, we want to make sure we get to cover everything. So do we, what do you think about Jack? I mean um, Victor and Adam teaming up. Do you think this is actually a, a legit doing? or cuz i don't see adam trying to undermine him, um him at this point i'm it look it's looking like adam is happy about the fact that he's being accepted by his father because he offered him that opportunity what do you think
1: i uh, victor's definitely using him <laughs> mhm um because just like victoria wrote rubbed, rubbed it in his face this week she said you were his second choice. He came to me and I turned him down. So the only reason, mm-hmm. basically the only reason he's working with you is because I wouldn't work with him. Um, so there's no doubt that Victor is using Adam um, to get what he wants, uh, of course, but mm-hmm. and, which was easy because they, neither one of them liked Billy. So I, I feel like if this does go Victor's way, where Adam gets that company... I, there's going to be something that happens later on down the line. Like, and I, I would say that it probably wouldn't even be that far down the line to where Victor does something to take it away from Adam and give it to Victoria or for himself or does something mm-hmm. else with it. Cause we know that that's not going to last. Right. And that's why I've always said that
0: you know, because of the, all of the smarts and everything that Adam has had, and being this Harvard grad or whatever, mm-hmm. why don't he figure out something on his own away from the Newmans yeah. and make it big and make it prosperous? Because he just wants because to,
1: he wants to satisfy. He wants to be in Victor's life, even though he claims he doesn't want anything to do with them. He wants to be accepted by him, and that's what he. I think that's what he's saying is this his opportunity to be accepted by victor and to bury Mm -hmm. the hatchet yep
0: and and to me as smart as adam is he that's his kryptonite victor is his kryptonite in everything that he does because he should know that anytime you do any deal with victor victor's always going to want to come out on top yep Now, he might make you feel like, oh, yes, this is the best thing for us. And this is why I'm doing this for you. But Victor, always look out for Victor.
1: Yeah. And you you know what's funny about this is that he kind of did the same thing that um, Victoria did with Billy with that story. Is he used he used um, she used Billy's hatred for Adam to get what she wanted out of him. As far as mm-hmm. as far as running that story on Adam and Billy is doing, or not Billy, Victor is doing the same thing with Billy, or he's using Adam's hatred for Billy, regardless of where their relationship stood, he knew that mm-hmm. he could use his hatred towards Billy to get what he wanted. Yeah, and the thing is,
0: like mm-hmm. I was saying, I think sorry, this is a conversation I had last week was that whether Victoria wins the the bid or whether Victor wins and Adam wins the bid it Victor's still a winner yep. it's like playing tic tac toe and like I and I brought that up last week and you can win in two spots yeah. you know because he's still on the board of directors at Newman so if Victoria gets it he still benefits right. the only way he loses out totally on this is if you know, Ashlyn Locke decides to go with Billy and um,
1: and Lily, or if Victoria then wins it, and she if she's really truly trying to protect Billy, she wins it and then sells it to a Chancellor. Which I doubt that that's going to happen.
0: Well, I have seen Monday's episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, and oh, you know, I'll drop a couple of nuggets as we go on. But, uh, um, the, you know, the thing is, is that I like this type of stuff. I mean, I've been looking for this for a very long time. It used to be a lot more on Bold and Beautiful when you had Spencer going up against Forrester Creations and overtaking and hostile takeovers Mm -hmm. and things like that i like that type of stuff yeah on on tv that is um and so to now see a bidding war for a company like Syaxeries on the young arresters i'm like yeah i'm all for it this is what i'm talking about yeah and i'm kind of glad they bought that element back because we haven't seen that in a while it used to be where you know you got jack over at Jabot fighting against victor newman over at newman at uh you know at newman and then when you know Catherine chancellor was still alive um and you had chancellor industries those were three companies that was always going after the bigger piece of the pie you know what i'm saying we got away from that for a while
1: yeah it has been a minute
0: yeah and so it's nice to see whoever the writers are are now bringing back that business because this is what this show is about we always say that about bold and beautiful do anybody work over there you know (laughs) (laughs) so do anybody work you know and so now to see that we got business deals and interviews about who's going to acquire this book of business because i'm a shark tank watcher too okay so i like that type of stuff <laughs> so um it's nice to see that on um you know on the young the restless element and you know to throw in these little hooks and these little curves and all of this i i think is an awesome thing that they did now speaking on that the next thing is billy and lily now what did you think about their presentation because i don't i mean i think they took a softer mm-hmm. approach but do you think a softer approach would work with a man like Ashlyn Locke because he's so ruthless
1: yeah i felt like they could have been a little more um aggressive with it um mm-hmm. but I, I mean i didn't think they did terrible I think that... No, they didn't do terrible. I think mm-hmm. that the disadvantage for them is that they're a new company. Um, mm-hmm. And they, yeah. don't, they yeah. don't have the portfolio, of course, that Newman does. And then, even though Adam isn't a company trying to acquire Cyaxerys, he's got... He had Victor there with him. and Victor right. being, the, of course, the, the global businessman that he is. That's going to make a difference in his proposal regardless of what, what Mm -hmm. Adam has in his background. So I don't. Yeah.
0: So uh, there's pros and cons to each one of those three, which Ashlyn Locke kind of picked apart Mm -hmm. because like you just said with Victor and Adam, there is no company. There's no nothing. There's no staff. There's no, it's just Victor and Adam and Vic and Adam is just using his word of the fact of his experience that I can get this going. That's the con to it. The pro to it is like you just said, Victor is his yeah. backup. Now where chance come, the cons of it all is that they are a startup. They just started this media media division of um you know of, of the Chancellor Industries. But the pro to it is that they have been writing big stories. Yeah. They are actually an existing communication company, even though it's
1: new. Right. And I guess we can also and throw Victoria, in Victoria Bank of mm-hmm. Chance. Like that's another Correct. huge company. So that's true too. And he's an
0: Abbott. Mhm. And the thing is, um, what's his name? Um, Billy was also a point. He part of Wrestler Style at one point.
1: Uh, um, no, I think that was just oh, Jack no. and, and uh, that was it. Jack and that was Jack Nick. and yeah. Phyllis and Nick. Yeah. okay,
0: but yeah, that like you say, he got the backing of the Chancellor Empire, mm-hmm. and the fact that they are an existing communications company is just that they're yeah. new. Victoria, on the other hand. They got the money, they got the power, mm-hmm. they can push this. The, the the con to Victoria is the fact that you had a communication company and you told them around and to sell it off. Why are you bring you right. one in? Which made total sense when Ashley yeah. brought that up. I'm like, that's a good point.
1: And i would look <laughs> at the fact that your dad like why is, why is your dad not backing you? Why is he backing Adam? Exactly. Which of course he doesn't know the exact story of that that he went to Victoria first and she said no. But if she admitted that to him mm-hmm. then I think that would make her proposal look bad because you had the opportunity. Oh, yeah. And you turned them down, but now you're only doing it because what, you're trying to get back at him? Because she's not gonna say, I'm doing it to protect my ex. Right. And that's the
0: thing. I mean, on paper they can do this it's just the other personal logistics of it with Victoria it's just too many agendas that I don't think Ashlyn is really seeing that could really throw her under the bus but because she's such a good talker Mm -hmm. he was so interested in learning more now let me ask you something she kept trying to push him to bring his wife on a dinner date
1: did it seem like he was trying to have dinner with her alone? I was surprised that it ended the It way, was the weird where it ended at. I thought that they were gonna maybe have him keep pushing her to no let we can you and I can have dinner alone. She doesn't need to be there, but he let it go yeah it just
0: started off weird because he was like i would like to meet you for dinner and she was like um you know well i'm looking forward to having dinner with you and your wife and he was like no she ain't gonna be there it's just gonna be me and you Mm -hmm. and then she was like well wouldn't she be a part of this and he that second go around he would still know she's off into other things Mm -hmm. and i'm like ashley you're trying to push up on victoria what is it
1: exactly what i thought was happening and then they just dropped yeah, it. She wa- yeah, and so I was thinking like maybe he's going to try to grab her arm when she walks out or something like that, but that didn't happen either.
0: Yeah, that was weird. I was like, Bold, where are you going with that? I mean, Bold, Young and Restless, where are you going with yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I agree. But, but yeah, I just thought, I, I mean, out of the three of them,
1: I don't know. Who would you choose? Um I don't know cuz I'm not a business person so I don't know like <laughs> I mean I don't I, I would be very skeptical of Victoria for the simple fact that she had already sold a media mm-hmm. division. So to me that mm-hmm. alone would would take her off
0: eliminates
1: way. her because that would that Correct. would have me feeling like you there's something else behind this and you're not really buying it because you truly want a media division. Um Mhm. And then with with Adam and Victor, that um that might not be a a bad deal just because you know that Victor Newman is backing Adam. Um Adam is a businessman with experience, but he doesn't have mm-hmm. the media experience. So that would be the kind that would go against Adam is not mm-hmm. having the media experience. Like do you you don't have any experience running a media company? Um. So I I don't know. Honestly, I think the um the chance com route would be the route that would make the most sense because they're already a media company. They have, you know, the experience. They've got financial backing. Mm-hmm. They've already got a, a a staff of journalists and writers and all that kind of stuff. So they're, like right. they're already established. They're just new, which the newness of it is what is a con for them but to me what make the most sense i don't know yeah
0: i mean okay so i'm gonna look at this on um two sides my emotional side and my Mm -hmm. logical side on my logical side i say change because like you said it just makes sense they got everything in place already you got writers you got journalists and that company cyaxeries probably come with their own writers all they have to do is just move them over to the payroll and get them acclimated to everything that's currently going on with ChanceCon because it's already set up as a media communications company. right? right? However, on my emotional side, I really want something for Adam. I, I really, because he's just, and I've said this before, he's been floating through time. He don't really have a job his job on screen that the writers have done with the adam character is just to antagonize everybody whether it's directly or as if it's the person's own insecurities with him Mm -hmm. and so it's like okay this dude got all this business experience put it to use give him a company Mm -hmm. you know and so that's my emotional side of this. Is like as a writer, you know,
1: give Adam something, and uh, that could okay. It could work, uh, even though Adam doesn't have the experience. If the staff is already there from Syaxeries, he's smart enough, I would think, mm-hmm. to hire people that do know how to run a media division. So yep. I mean, he's not necessarily yep. he doesn't have to necessarily be the one making all coming up with all the ideas and making. You know, well, I mean, of course, he he would be the final decision. But if he surrounds himself or he he surrounds that company with people that know what they're doing, then the mm-hmm. whole thing of the inexperienced and in media wouldn't really have an effect. He would just probably be more focused on the business side of things and making final decisions based on the information that he's given from his people. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that
0: you know, he's been trying to tell Chelsea is that I need this. I need something to focus Mm -hmm. on. And so that's why that part of me is like, give Adam something to do, give him something to focus on, let him be great at some form of business. But on paper, logically you would think it would go to Lily and Billy because they're already set up. Yeah. They're ready to go. You just need to acquire the business. I would be totally
1: on board with the Adam thing if he was not back, if it wasn't, if Victor was not involved. I just hate that Victor is involved.
0: That's true. Okay. Gotcha.
1: But it would bring some excitement to the world of Lily and Billy as far as like competition. Yeah, it would be,
0: you know, I mean, I'm hoping because that makes sense, too, because if they absorb, if Chance Combs absorb the business, then they just there's no competition there. So you're right. If Adam and Victor get it, it would be who's going to be the best communications company. I mean, honestly, I don't want Adam to go down that dark road that Billy did with this whole expose. And I don't I mean. I want him to legitimately put mm. in work to make it great and blow just say Billy out of the water on some point on anything outside of putting Billy on blast. Cause then what that'll prove is that he's just a good businessman. He don't have to th- sling mud to prove otherwise. Yeah. That but sense? we know
1: it ain't going to go down like that. <laughs> it ain't going to work that way. <laughs> You no, know, one of the first things Adam is going to do is trying to get revenge on Billy. Of
0: course. <laughs> but my thing is what what are you going to throw on throw uh Billy under the bus with the the gambling thing or probably you know,
1: I you know, I mean, maybe and maybe he uh, finds out call the, Oh, go ahead. Hold I was going to say maybe he finds oh. out about the whole uh, um the one night stand he had with Summer and puts that out That's
0: I mean, something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So let's kind of,
0: because I know we're coming up on 45 minutes, um, well, 47. So before we um, move off of this whole syaxeries thing, there's these other two limbs of this whole wiry vine, which is one side leading over to Billy and Victoria. And then this other thing that's going on with Chelsea and and Adam and this whole thing with Chelsea let's talk about that because I'm ready for her to go I'm so done (laughs) with that storyline you know it's like I'm going to sit in this chair and I'm going to act like I'm still paralyzed from the floor Mm -hmm. up and nobody's going to know anything and I'm just going to come out swinging and I'm like part you know you want to blame Adam for all of this and yes he had a part in it but uh, some of this is your decision
1: to go back to him
0: and you, to go back to him, and you brought this up last week, this man kidnapped mm-hmm. you. And then when you, you know, kidnap you, you might, you knew this after the fact because you knew he he, he was trying to keep you from doing something. And, I mean, Chloe tried to tell you, uh, Kevin tried to tell you, and you weren't trying to hit him. Chloe gave an ultimatum, which I don't believe right. in ultimatums, but you still did what yep. you wanted to do after all of that. And then you want to come in here and destroy his world over yep. a kiss. That's what that, so you getting kidnapped
1: is nothing <laughs> to right, right. a kiss. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> it don't make sense. Yeah. So then what her you know so her whole plan for keeping her improvement and her progress secret is because she wants to destroy his chances with this company.
0: Exactly, and that you know, and like I said, I'm, I want Adam to have something to do, and I'm like Chelsea, yeah. really, don't. If you just want to get away from Adam, just leave, right. just leave, yep. go off to Minnesota or wherever Connor is, and leave. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I am not feeling that storyline. I mean, you know, and she is just so overly obsessed. It gets worse because, and I'm going to drop this nugget for Monday's episode. She got the nerve to text Sharon with this freaky text message talking about, I can't wait to see you, blah, 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 to see what Sharon is going to say. Mm. And this is all while Ray is undergoing, as we saw what happened yesterday, yeah. when he passed out. Girl, Chelsea literally <laughs> go sit down somewhere <laughs> I mean you trying to, you, it's one thing that you found what you found on the phone with that kiss okay but now you're gonna make it worse by sending fake texts. Yeah, messages? and my
1: my thing is, is Come you, on. you already knew you already knew this you already knew how Adam felt about um sharing and Yet yeah, you chose to go back to him time and time again. So why are you? Why is this? You said yes, this last yeah, week, so it's like why is this kiss just so infuriating to you? You've you've heard this man profess his undying love about Sharon to to Sharon's fiance mm-hmm. at the time. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I got to say about her in this situation. <laughs> yeah. I
0: just, I don't know what they're going cause she talking about, I'm going to leave him and be out of his life and I'm going to ruin yeah. him. Look, just pick up your clothes, pick up your purse right. and just get out. Just exactly.
1: go. <laughs> just, it's as simple just as that. Go.
0: because you got, it's just simple as that. You got to take some ownership in this. You didn't have to mm. come back to him. You know, I mean, especially like you just said, you you heard this man profess how he feels to Ray in the coffee house, and then you let him say, "Oh, I was just playing, I was just trying to get a rise out of him," mm. like that, and then the whole kidnapping thing, and then you got an aneurysm from an elevator that he cut the power off to the building. How much do you need? Yeah. You know, and then you wanna put this all on him? No, you gotta take some responsibility for that exactly one, <laughs> so that's just my thoughts on that. Now, let's shift over to the other side of this vine, which is Billy and mm-hmm. Victoria, because Victoria's reasoning for getting involved in this whole syx of these things is to protect Billy from Victor and Adam,
1: and it's like. Yeah, what? we all knew that it was more than that it, it, it wasn't necessarily protect him it was she was trying to do something to win him over
0: girl this supposed to be some giant yeah. gesture to make her make Billy feel like oh my god and it she backfired. really will do all this <laughs> yeah. for
1: me and yeah, it backfired he felt like she looks at him as somebody that is incapable of taking care of himself correct
0: yeah, but Lily is getting the feel of some of this. Can she need? Ooh, I, I, I'll drop something big for you after we get off the call because I don't want to spoil this okay. for everybody. But some things are going to shift on Monday when it comes to, you know, some folks. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. Yeah, it backfired because now he's feeling like, oh, I'm a grown man. I've, I've been trying to grow and progress and all of that. And you just think I'm just going right. to fall off the wagon. So you got to protect me because you don't think that all this I got going on right now is is permanent. You think this is temporary. And he took offense to that. And her face was like, oh, shoot, this didn't exactly. go the way that I planned. <laughs>
1: Yeah, completely backfired on her, and, and which really it resulted in her having to be honest with him and telling him why she really did it.
0: Mm hmm. Yep, because Billy was like, my- I need you to tell me why you're doing all this. Why are you treating me? You still think of me this way? And all this stems off of when she got hurt off of the Amanda thing yeah. and listened to your daddy who lied to you because she was willing to take Billy back. He was the one that was trying to help her and save her when she got shot mm-hmm. by uh, Ripley. And, um, you know, Victor was like, "No, she was. Yeah. She was in the hotel, getting freaky and sneaky with Amanda." And, and course, this is Victoria the main is reason done. why I
1: I don't want them to put Billy back with Victoria because their relationship always ends with um because it's got something to do with her dad, it's her dad interfering in some type of way, mm-hmm. and Victor can't stand him. So it's like, why do we keep yep. putting them back together only for? Victoria to allow her father to get in between them yeah, it's, a, it's, that's it's crazy another situation I feel like um, how Chelsea continues to take Adam back like you already know how Adam feels about Sharon but you, you continue to take him back you already know how Victor feels about you Billy so why do you keep going back to Victoria to allow him to interfere in your relationship with her
0: yeah you know, it's you know, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see where this go because doors are opening up, and the question is, which door is Lily gonna take? Which door mm-hmm. is Good. Billy gonna take? And same thing with Victoria. And you know, my thing is her making such a revelation. I'm wondering if that's going to ignite something in Billy because. I honestly believe, and this is just Mm -hmm. my belief, it's not a fact Mm -hmm. or whatever, I don't know. But I honestly believe that Billy dive all in deep with Lily because he felt he had no Mm -hmm. chance with Victoria. If he felt that there was even a possibility with Victoria, I don't Mm -hmm. think he would have went there with Lily. That's just my thought. Because... And I, and, there's so, and I don't want to say that she's the default yeah. girl, meaning Lily, you know, but I just honestly think that because Amanda, because re- remember um, Victoria thought Amanda was the, the drop stop when it came to Billy meaning that yeah. he was just going to automatically end up with her and he was telling her yeah, which
1: they did have them being a little flirty with each other for a second sure. and then they just totally dropped that and cut it off
0: they dropped that. Right, right. But even once she recognized that and that she, and he's a totally different person with Lily. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean?
1: I'm sitting what out. I'm, that sound? I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting <laughs> it sound outside like a my backyard. It's a bird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that a bird? It's a bird in the tree. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. It sounds like a whistle. I'm like, what is that? Oh wow! It is springtime, guys, here in in, yeah. uh, in the U.S. So you know we get this March; it's getting warm up here. I know down in Australia and the southern hemispheres is turning into you guys' <laughs> fall, but it's our spring up here. Um, but yeah, you know, I honestly believe that you know once she realized that oh my dad was lying, he wasn't telling the truth. Amanda and Billy's not together, and like I said. Billy is a totally different person with Lily than he has ever been mm-hmm. with Victoria. I mean, and I think Victoria want that version, but see, that's the, and I've had these conversations. I don't want to digress too far. Haven't you seen situations where some people, you put two people in a relationship together and they're horrible. And those two people go off to be in other relationships and they're yep. doing absolutely great. It's because the chemistry and the alignment is different with other people. And so Victoria want that version of Billy with right. Lily with her. And I don't think that ever's gonna yeah. happen. And
1: and part of it is because she has never fully trusted Billy to make the right decision about correct multiple things in his life. She's always had to mm-hmm. try to control what he says and does because she doesn't she doesn't completely mm-hmm. trust his decision making skills, basically. Is what it is. She treats him. I've always felt like Victoria's treated him like a child.
0: Yeah, she does. Because
1: she always
0: tries to make it look like you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're thinking. You don't know what you... And so he always has to second guess himself. He got to walk on eggshells around her. And nobody can be comfortable in a situation like that. Whereas Mm -hmm. Lily let him be him. And he wants to be the right person for her. You know what I mean? Because even when he was with Phyllis, it just wasn't yeah, she you know, did. she enabled She She participated
1: Billy. in his vices instead of mm-hmm. I don't know, instead of being a, a good partner and trying to challenging yeah, him to be better. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is, is Lily yeah. causes him to think. She don't tell him what to do and she don't enable him either. She's like, look, this is what it is. I need you to take a look at this and you see which is the right way to go. And when he looks at it, he's like, "Okay, well, I can't go this way because it's going to be bad. And she's not. So I need to do the right thing. And I think that's what makes him better. You know, have you ever heard that term? You make me want to be better in this relationship. And that's what's happened.
1: Victoria doesn't allow. Yeah, she tries to force him to be a certain. And so that's for one. And exactly, and that's that's where exactly I feel like that's where she fails. And she gets pissed Mm -hmm. off when he isn't that one.
0: So, yeah, yep. And then she gets mad, and she starts being passive aggressive and acting crazy, Mm -hmm. and you know all this type of stuff. So those two should not be together and especially if you throw victor Which is in the probably middle of that
1: too, the main cause for why she a... tries to, to mold him the way that she tries to mold him is to make her her dad um not necessarily make him happy but to keep victor off of billy's back i think yeah
0: back exactly mhm You know, and Lily and with Lily, you don't have it's not like it's suffocating to be in something like that with Victoria. Whereas Lily is not like that. So that's why Victoria is seeing that version of Billy. The problem is that version of Billy can't live in her world. So she needs to accept that (laughs) and leave him alone because he'll get right over there with Victoria. It goes back to and then she looking crazy like why do I get this treatment from you? But when you was with her, you didn't treat uh, her like you doing me. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I thought that was an interesting piece of conversation. So (laughs) I'm glad we talked about that. All right. Um, What else you got? Um, Can't forget about Elena
1: and Devon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the last piece of this whole conversation. (laughs) Oh Mm -hmm. my God, girl. (sighs) I know. I saw, Poor Amanda. I definitely, I did not, I didn't see that happening again. So I was a little Me shocked that uh, that he either. that he slept with her once again, and disappointed in him. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And I know why the show did it because they need romance, and with COVID. The only two people that are actually couples on the show is Sharon and Mark mm-hmm. and Brighton and Brittany.
1: Yeah. Then
0: keep Brighton and Brittany together. I mean, I
1: guess. it's. it's and then the thing is, you do it twice. How much it's, do you know it has to be in inevitable, inevitable that that's going to happen. Because <laughs> that's
0: the... I mean, why would you have another because she was like okay we're not meant to be together and this is it for us and then next thing they rip each other's clothes off
1: tell them you guys obviously still have some some unresolved issues that maybe you need to work out before you jump into either of your relationships
0: yep well I have more respect at this point on Elena because she told Nate, you know what, I'm not gonna even force this with you anymore. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. Devon on the other hand, you you just told Elena, I'm getting closer and there's Amanda and I have feelings for mm-hmm. her and we slept together, right? And then you turn around and say, Okay, finally. I know again. that's <laughs> why I'm interested to
1: see if um he if he ends up this time, being honest. With Amanda, yeah. With Amanda, because Mm -hmm. Devon usually he—I feel like he's typically that type Mm -hmm. of person that is a liar, right? A cheater, and not you know not come clean about it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. He's yeah. He's been pretty much a character of Mm -hmm. integrity on the show, it seems. And so, now I. Cause I, you know, I follow Brittany and I follow Michelle Morgan on Instagram and they posted the soap opera digest saying that Devon is going to come clean with Amanda. So I don't know if it's this week or next week, but I think it's going to happen. The problem is, I mean, the question is, is he coming clean because he needs to, or is it because somebody end up pregnant? Because it could be a situation like Liam came clean with yeah. Hope because a baby was in the mix. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Is it that he's forced to come clean or if he's just going to do mm-hmm. the right thing and come clean? Ugh. But he's supposed to. But, yeah, again, poor Amanda. And then what happens? You're going to stick a Nate and Amanda back together again? I don't. They should have just left them together in the first place. And if if the writers need more romance on the show and sexy, intimate scenes, just leave Brittany and Brighton together as Elena and Devon on the show and even get as much as you want. But I guess they want the drama effect, too, because I mean, yeah, cheating course. is drama. So, you know, I guess we, we yeah. can't have it always <laughs> our way, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, yeah i i don't know that's crazy and then one other thing you know and i guess we kind of touched on this already yeah we did i'm not gonna even go back to that whole chelsea Mm -hmm. chloe conversation but she's enabling this whole thing too i mean and then for the doctors and the nurses i mean First of all, who leaves a stroke p- person at home by themselves all day? I mean, it's like the, the nurse is there sometimes, but it's like yeah, yeah. And, and,
1: and the and... amount, I, I feel like the <laughs> amount of times that Adam leaves her as well, like okay, you have a nurse but still, yeah, exactly, like you you run out of the house to run all these insignificant errands for no, like, it's not needed, <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. I, you know, that's why I said this. That whole storyline with Chelsea, it needs to come to an end. And if she's going to leave Adam, get her out. And then, therefore, and here's my thing. And I'm gonna, hmm, this is not a flip the script, but hey, if Sally gets kicked out of Jack's world and Chelsea is
1: out, maybe that'll bring Adam and Sally together. <laughs> if they break up. <laughs> Chelsea and Adam and Ray and Chelsea end up getting divorced. They just need to put Sharon and Adam together. They just need to finally, yeah. Might yeah, as well go ahead. They, both it. of them, it, there have been too many issues on both sides of the fence that have to do with each other's ex to where it just wouldn't make sense if they didn't finally just put them together.
0: Oh, we forgot about the conversation with the doctor oh, yeah. and Ray Lord, and Sharon. Sharon is okay. so. let me tell you something but I I, you know what honestly I agree with that because there are parts of Ray who still there's a part of him that is still feeling some Mm -hmm. kind of way about that I mean that's got to be huge that your wife slept with your brother and now got a kid and they're married
1: but at the same time Sharon yeah you were caught kissing Adam and you for some reason cannot seem Mm -hmm. to let him go like you're, li- you guys are literally in mm-hmm. therapy right now because you refuse to cut ties with your ex that you have a history with. There's no need for her to mm-hmm. hold on to Adam. They don't have children together. You're arguing with your husband, but what over this, that? over this relationship with somebody that you don't need to have a relationship with. Like you're putting your marriage on the line so you can keep your friendship with Adam. Someone that has broken up your relationship with Ray before.
0: That's true. Um, And I'm always playing because here go devil's advocates or whatever you want to call it. I also see that part of Sharon is, and that's why they need, like you just said earlier, they just need to go ahead and put Adam and Sharon together. I see that part of her that at one of the most darkest points in her life, which that needs to come out in the conversation that they have with this therapist. At one of the most darkest points in her life when she Mm -hmm. had nobody. Nobody. Her kids turned against her. Nick turned against her. The Newmans turned against her. I mean, the only person that was able to get her help to keep her from going into insanity was Adam. And so, some parts of her figure she owes him big time. And that's why I think that that's where it's coming from. And the fact that they were, they obviously got history, which is why she keeps saying it's complicated. And I don't even know if Ray know that part. I mean, she explains some things to...
1: Oh, Faith, yeah.
0: The little girl, Faith. You know, but now because he now has nobody she feels that she got to repay this whole thing plus there's a a romantic connection in there obviously Mm -hmm. because there's some underlying feelings going on with that but but that part of it because i really wish she had said that in this conversation i don't know if we're going to get that now because of the fact that you know something's going on with ray he probably end up in the hospital or something but with this counselor the question should have been from the council. Why do you feel so deeply connected to this man that is causing that much of a problem in your relationship? That's when she needs to come out and say, and she's afraid to because she's afraid to hurt Ray's feelings. And he said that I know it's going to be some things I don't want to hear. Well, you need to let him be able to to hear those things because in order for him to understand where you are coming from, he doesn't Mm -hmm. have to accept it. I'm not telling him to accept because you don't supposed to kiss your ex when you married to somebody. That is totally nope. out the water. But to under, understand the psychological part of this thing, that girl feels that she owed him her life because she was at mm-hmm. she was about to crash out and nobody was there to help her but him. And like she said, he was the one that helped her get into therapy get help, the mental hospital. Now, he's done some horrible things, but she sees the other parts Mm -hmm. that everybody else don't see. And that's the
1: problem with all of this. Oh, oh, no. I was just just saying. "Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, you just listen. Okay. Yeah, so that's just my thought on it. I just honestly don't think both of them... I don't honestly think they should be married right now. I think they made a hasty decision because before you married Sharon, Ray, you were having problems with mm-hmm. Adam interfering in her emotions. We said the same thing about Nate and we said the same thing about we was talking, who was that other person that we were saying is Nate was in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, We were just talking about him. Who was the other person oh. we were saying? Oh, Chelsea. You know what these people feel about these other mm-hmm. people, but you get involved with them anyway. You know, Adam has been an ongoing problem when it comes to relationships with Nick, with come relationship with Ray. Why would you go get into that? Same thing we said about Chelsea. You know he had feelings for
1: yeah. for
0: Sharon. Why'd you go get in that? Nate, you know that Elena wasn't completely done with Devon. Why did you get in that? You know what I mean? So I honestly think that Ray shouldn't have, you know, put a, pulled the trigger on the whole thing about hey, let's go get married, until she yeah. cleaned that whole thing up with Adam. Yeah, that's just my thought. So, what do you think? I, you, I you're, mean, you're done with the
1: conversation. I don't know. I I I, I agree that him. Getting back involved with Sharon mm-hmm. probably wasn't a good idea. Regardless of the fact that um, mm-hmm. Adam had moved on with Chelsea um, and whatever mm-hmm. Sharon said, said you know, all the things that Sharon kept saying to him. Because Sharon was, was adamant in convincing him, I don't want to be with Adam, I want to be with you, blah, blah, blah. So that That's mm-hmm. where he kind of differs from the Nate and Elena situation because Nate was the excuse me Nate was the one pushing the issue with elena this Ray wasn't mm-hmm. pushing the issue with Sharon it was Sharon doing what she could to convince him to take her back and to try again um but at the same time you like you said you knew the his- you know the history between them um what happened when you guys broke up last mm-hmm. time was because of Adam so you're taking you're basically you're taking a chance again which to me this is why he suggested mm-hmm. the th- the therapy because he knows and he's not trying to deny it he's not he's not acting as if um he's surprised by any of it he just wants Sharon to admit it and to get it off her chest that way they can try to either move on with their lives or realize that no this isn't going to work because you can't get Adam out of your system you won't you're not willing to get rid of Adam in your life because he's got some hold on you because of you know what he's done for you in the past so to me that tells me that you you're not you don't want a relationship with anybody but him or you're not ready to be in a relationship with anybody else because you haven't resolved your feelings for him
0: but exactly. Sharon
1: Sharon is not she's not doing that she's Correct. still trying to she's in denial and she's like refusing to Um, she's refusing to admit to those feelings which is not it, it's not going to do anything but hurt her relationship with Ray even more so
0: yeah. exactly and you know one of the things that's going to happen with some folks on Monday speaks to the maturity of what you just said. Sometimes you need to take a step back and let people sort out their feelings on what they really want to do without me in the picture. I'm going to give you the space to figure that out because I don't want to be caught up in the middle of you trying to, you know, or well, do I or don't I, or will I or won't I, or whatever the situation is. And that's neat. that is definitely something that needs to happen when it comes yeah. to uh, Sharon and Ray. Somebody needs to say, you know what, you need to go sort them feelings out with, you need and and let her allow her the space to do that. The problem is is that the Newmans and everybody mm-hmm. else won't let her do that because they think that you're a bad person for wanting to have some feelings mm-hmm. with, with, with Adam. And I mean, people get to feel the way that they feel, but you also got to respect other people's boundaries and let yeah. them sort that stuff out on their own. It might not be something that you might like, but it's not about your decision. It's about what Sharon wants to do. And she's so worried yeah. about what people think about her. They could have been together. And I, I said this before Sharon and Adam could have been together, but Sharon is so worried about her credibility with people. Yeah. Well, if, if I was right,
1: Adam. I'd have been frustrated with that session. So, <laughs> and now she won. Want... Because it was, you saw how she was struggling. Yeah. You saw I how mean, she was struggling was, to. To, to talk about she was, definitely and ha- she was getting frustrated um, you know having to to talk about her feelings about Adam like she was in there with you know acting wise anyway on the verge of tears trying to talk about trying to sort out her feelings and, and talk yeah. about um, her her dealings with mm-hmm. Adam and had the nerve she had the nerve to say if anything Adam is the one that can't let me go and it's like, okay, if you're going to say that, then all the more reason why you need to cut him off. Because you're sitting here admitting and saying to us, even though it's not just Adam, it's you too. But in your mind, or at least the that you're making to us, is that Adam, Adam is the one that can't get past what you guys had, or Adam is the one that can't let you go. So if you're going to sit there and tell me that as your husband, that this man can't let go of you but but you still refuse to cut your relationship off with him then that tells me something you know what I mean if you, if you know that in your mind then to me the, the thing mm-hmm. that makes the most sense yeah. the common sense answer for you would be you can't let me go I'm a married woman I need to cut you out of my life because you're causing problems but you're still not willing to do that so either either way it goes, I feel like Sharon, to me, she painted herself in a corner by even saying that.
0: Yeah, but I, here's my thing, and I agree with you on that because she she has to be vulnerable enough in this therapy to say mm-hmm. that she got feelings for this dude. Also, this is couples therapy. So the way there were Ray was sitting back saying, this is your fault. And this is you. And that's why she's doing And that's why the therapist was like, well, wait a yeah. minute. We don't want to make this accusatory because the other reason that Sharon was feeling cornered, because it became all about her only having the problem and not couples mm-hmm. therapy with them two together. Cause Ray started pointing fingers which I'm glad that the therapist was like, hold up, dude, you know, we're not going to make this that she's the only problem here. And I'm not saying that, you know, Ray is just this other huge problem. It seems that he's dealt with it, but in order for this to work, it cannot be, well, this is your, and this is why she Mm -hmm. retaliated with the whole Mia thing because now she's like, you got me back in the corner, making this look like I'm the only problem well what about Mia and and she went and he how she she made it sound like she was tattling on him and he was married to his ex-wife who cheated with her his brother and they have a baby together and he has to deal with that too
1: and I would think that with her knowing that (laughs) that he's been through that you're making it you're I don't know. Like you're you're feeding into his insecurities with it, hanging out with their
0: ex. Yep, yeah, but and that and that that's why that's what you don't want to happen because all that was was a, mm-hmm. uh, a response to her being backed into the corner. She didn't have anything else but to, that to pull out. And who knows? Maybe there is there, there's definitely some issues that he needs to deal with when it comes to that. But that's why I honestly believe that individual counseling would be better for the both of them, because therefore he could say whatever he wants to say. And then when she meets with her, she could say everything that she wants to say and then bring that together, because I'm guarantee you if she go deep with why Mm -hmm. she can't let Adam go, he's about to get his feelings hurt. You signed up for this compost counseling, so that it's not always about trying to fix the mm-hmm. other person. You're gonna have to hear some stuff that you ain't gonna want to hear, and that's one of them. And I, you know, there's some deep, dark things that we saw over the years in the three different atoms that we've had. That really go deep when it
1: comes to sharing. I mean, and he said, I don't know if, he, I, if he, Ray is ready to hear all that. <laughs> yeah, he, and he said. So, there, like you he said, signed he said up for right? going to be some things that might come out that will hurt what's necessary to to save their marriage, basically. Hmm.
0: Yeah, but the moment that he she started to say something, then he got accusatory. So a lot of people say those things going into something, but when they actually in the middle Mm -hmm. of the scenario or the situation, they react totally differently. And that's why it's like, I honestly believe that they need to be, you can have couples counseling, Mm -hmm. but you meet with each of the two parties separately because therefore there's a comfortable space for you to just let it all out without being judged, without being accused, without somebody getting mad or passive aggressive or any of that stuff. And then come together with all of the notes that she got from both sides to say, okay, I've assessed what you said, what you said. This is what I think needs to happen and go that route. Cause as long as them two are in the room together, it's you gonna have mm-hmm. Ray breaking out in all kind of sweats. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. I wanna see where they go with this, but I think it's gonna I don't know if it's gonna be right now because he he's obviously undergoing some illness. So and people online are saying <laughs> maybe he got COVID. I I'm like I they gonna that. write this in there now? <laughs> COVID <laughs> Yeah, I see some people on Facebook this morning talking about it it looked like he got COVID. And it's like Really? You know? I mean, he has the chills, he's dizzy, yeah. he has fever, he's sweating, you know, but it, it, it social media <laughs> can be really Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they, <laughs> were, going to,
1: if they <laughs> were going to start talking about COVID, it wouldn't have happened this way. They would have done it months ago.
0: <laughs> no.
1: They would have done it months ago. A
0: lot of other primetime shows have already done it back in 2020. I don't think, you know... Ray is going to be the first person on the show to show the COVID um, you know thing so we'll see what that's about so Mm -hmm. do we cover I told you we had a lot to unpack yeah pretty much we cover cover everything on Young and Restless okay okay gotcha all right let's move over to the bold and the beautiful and we got this whole (laughs) storyline with Zinny (laughs) And the paternity test, and everybody was pissed off on Friday's episode. I didn't even get it, because I knew I said, watch this. And I was laughing through the whole thing, but we'll talk about that. And then the other thing we had is uh, Zoe, and (sighs) didn't I tell you last week? Mm -hmm. I said she going to get right back to where she was when it comes to Paris. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get that out the way because the other one is is bigger than that or longer, I should say. But, of course, Carter, um, when she dressed up all pretty and whatnot and showed up in his apartment in the dark and Carter comes in there and she's begging and pleading for their relationship Mm -hmm. and he was like, I don't trust you, get out. Instead of licking her wounds and... Doing some self assessment, she decides to project the blame onto her little sister. Once again, girl, I'm sitting up there looking like, mm-hmm. Zoe, please stop. The, 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 I don't have Carter, and he broke up with me, and it's all your right. fault. If you had minded your like, business. Are we going to do this again?
1: This would have never happened <laughs> if you hadn't told Ridge that we were at the Forrester mansion, he wouldn't have walked in on us. <laughs>
0: so you basically admitting that you did nothing wrong because i mean if basically what she's saying is that if um paris wasn't around and none of this happened and all this didn't come out i would have still been trying to do the freaky sneaky with zenday because honestly up until the point, and we said this before, up until the point that Ridge showed up, you was about to go skinny right. dipping, butt butt naked in the pool. Exactly, right, right at Zende. that
1: moment was the only time that you suddenly switched. The moment that, that Ridge moment. walked in, that was that was the one time that you just suddenly wiped any thought of being with Zenday out of your head was because you got caught.
0: <laughs> yep. So for and and the only reason that she's begging for her relationship back because Zenday's always going to be good. He's family. I mean, Carter might be mad at him, but Eric and Ridge and all the rest of them—they're not going to oust him. So he can easily shift his attention, which he did to Paris. You know, and so Zoe's like, "Mm, that option is off the table. I don't want to have nobody. Mm -hmm. So let me go back to. You know, Mister Carter. Girl, I was like, "Stop, please, just, just stop." And then you got the nerve when this man tells yeah, you cause well, everything he said was on point. Carter, you know, we've seen Carter look kind of loosey goosey over the past several months. You know, it's like Carter, what yeah. you doing? You're jumping in this too fast. You know, slow your roll. But this time, he told her, "No." Nah,
1: nope Yeah, I ain't trying to hear that for her Not, a little bit. Bit. sorry <laughs> she
0: deserved I don't trust you
1: <laughs>
0: which she deserved. I mean there's no way and I honestly and that's the thing he don't even know about what could have happened right before Ridge walked in he don't know about her, uh, right. his fiance getting naked in front of another man in the pool so if he knew about that girl please he'd be like lose my number,
1: block me, I'ma block you and my phone. I don't even want to yeah. cross paths with you at and work. then <laughs> <laughs> I kept getting frustrated with Paris because you know Well what can I do mm-hmm. to help? Tell me how I can help you. And I'm like, Paris, grow a backbone. Girl, I mean, oh she my! she did eventually in the scene like tell her like I'm not going anywhere. This happened because of your actions, not anything that I did. Blah blah right. blah. Like she eventually stood up for herself. But it drives me nuts that every time they're in this conversation Paris in the beginning is always trying to appease her sister What? let me try to help you or maybe I can talk to Carter for you or why can't you just be my sister why can't we have this good relationship and it's like she's whining and, and begging Zoe to, to yeah and it's like you need to, to get past this part of it and you just need to tell Zoe to go straight to hell
0: Because I mean, seriously, I mean, this girl literally is blaming everything on you and telling you to quit a job
1: that you like at this point. At this point, you just need to just tell her to back off. This isn't happening. You can stop. You can stop telling me that I need to resign and I need to leave LA because it's not going to happen. If you tell me again, I'm going to go straight to Carter and tell him. That you've been in here harassing me. I'm going to go to Carter. I'm going to tell Ridge.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm waiting for some because all this tends to keep happening at work. I'm waiting for the moment that somebody walk in on Zoe, yeah. you know, harassing her about stuff that she did. She didn't tell... Listen, girl... Paris did not tell Zoe to send text messages. She did not tell Zoe to go and seduce and flirt right. with Zenday. She didn't do any. That that's what I was. You,
1: you did. Oh, no, I was going to say. And that's what I was hoping. And I kind of that somebody go was going to walk in on them when she was threatening, uh, um, Paris about leaving LA and and quitting, quitting. Yeah. Yeah, and I
0: need you to leave today. Really? So, my boss, I'm going to go up in my boss and say, you know, I'm right. walking out today. And you know they're going to ask her why. So, that means that either you tell them the truth, which obviously Zoe is not going to want you to do that. So, now you got to right. even lie to the boss telling them why exactly. you're leaving. Because Zoe's trying to cover her tracks. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nah. I honestly want Paris to kind of give Zenday a little bit more work to put in before she yeah, even say okay come whole, on let's go
1: because so I mean sad. that whole mm-hmm. that dinner scene that started last week and, and ended on Monday was just too much
0: <laughs> it was too much I mean, the dress and the food, and she sung the song, and you know all of this stuff, and he's sitting back in the catbird seat because he was two seconds off of getting with Zoe, and then when that didn't work out, now it's like You're okay, so come amazing, yay, yeah, go, let's go. <laughs> hmm Exactly. So I, you know, if I was, you know, with Paris, I'd be like, mm, yeah, I appreciate the dress. I appreciate the food. But you were just two seconds off of flirting with my sister. So, you know, you're going to have to I'm going to have to see some things first. You know. Yeah, so. did we have anything else with them? No, it wasn't that much. I think they were only on like a day and a half or so. And it was earlier this week. Yeah. All right, so now um (coughs) Let's deal with this whole thing. Girl, they took one day of an episode and stretched it out (laughs) to four days. And it's like, how long was we in there talking with Vinny in the lab? I think. Three days? Maybe
1: two and a half. I don't know. Maybe it
0: was three. Girl, I don't know. It was crazy. And I'm like, and they kept going back and forth. Did you do it? No, man, I ain't do it. Did you do it? No, I told you I ain't did it. Did you do it? I didn't do it. And this went back and forth and back and forth until Finn walked in and was like, I need you to tell Mm -hmm. me the truth and Vinny is still stalling until we get to Thursday, Friday. (laughs) So, of course... There was this fight, and I gotta give it to Bold and the writers because of COVID, they couldn't touch each other, <laughs> but they used the camera effects that to was show hilarious that somebody's getting punched. So that did
1: happen on Thursday. <laughs> they so tried. It was Wednesday, Thursday with them because Friday was just a whole episode of of telling. Correct. Sexy. <laughs> so yeah, that of that nothing. fight was hilarious. See.
0: And we're going to talk about Friday. Yeah, that fight was hilarious. Yeah. And then you see him <laughs> on the floor and his eyes all of a sudden red. I know. It's it's a hard... COVID is got his grips on everything. And so it, mm-hmm. they had... And then they put the camera in Finn's face and put the camera so close to... Uh, uh, Thomas's face to make it look like they were looking at yeah. Vinny dead in his face. And it was it was <laughs> funny. I was like, okay, I know, I know. you're trying, <laughs> you trying writers but, in production. <laughs>
1: but I'm glad it came yeah, out because I me didn't know. Too, how long and now we were it was getting it, there's only out. so much more they could have done with them having Thomas every day call Vinny or text him or go visit him at work. Like you can only do that so many times. Before you got to finally just. Have it come right. out somehow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, mm-hmm. And, and just. Yeah. The, the whole. The way Vinny was. Trying to justify what he did. Like. um, That he was doing this for Thomas. And it was giving him a chance with hope. I'm like this. It It's still. It just doesn't. It blows my mind that this is this is how this whole paternity switch thing came out was just simply because his friend was trying to hook him up with somebody like you, you're you changing this child's entire life for the hopes that your best friend will, will end up with I guess his dream girl like that's your reason Vinny <laughs> and then he says it to yeah. them like it's a good reason that's crazy
0: I mean at least mm-hmm. yeah Exactly. Like this was going to fly, you know, and the crazy thing about like what you just said with this scenario and what they used to do this paternity thing, mm-hmm. at least with the whole thing of baby Beth, they had Dr. Buckingham being blackmailed yeah. with the fact that we're going to kill your daughter if you don't come up with $250,000. So it was a bigger instance versus I want my friend to be with right. this girl, so I'm gonna take they, this kid and push it off on somebody else. So Are you ridiculous. serious? <laughs> it was ridiculous. They could have just said Finn yeah. is the father from day one. And so called one of it the, the day, you
1: know, yeah. But one of again, the, did you see that trauma. that post in the mm-hmm. group where somebody said, "Do you feel like Thomas?" Um, told Hope out of the goodness of his heart or is he just trying to win Hope's heart
0: yeah and yeah I saw that this morning I honestly believe he was legit I don't think he had any part of this he didn't know it was coming because here's the thing if he really knew and was going to let this fly
1: yeah and he wouldn't and have he been pushing so hard this whole time would've with would've Vinny trying happen. to find out if it was true or not you're just gonna go with what what the news that was given and just let it exactly. be exactly, regardless of if you were suspicious. If your whole thing was, you know, trying to exactly. trying to win hope over, this was the the better avenue to take. Yeah, I didn't.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand because I'm like, there are actually people that think that he really want he's doing this out of the good what other right. reason by revealing the truth would do anything because at this point he revealed the truth right he told hope and of course you know that leads us into friday which okay before we get into that part but just to address what you said why wouldn't what what nefarious thing could he had gotten yeah. out of the truth because at this point right if hope wants to be with him it's on her now. It's not on It's not on Thomas. It's not on Vinny. That's on her. So if she chose to say, oh my God, he was so honorable and he told me the truth and Liam has been lying to me and sleeping with Steffi and he chose not to come and talk to me when he saw mm-hmm. the dummy, or I mean the, uh, not dummy, Lord, the mannequin or
1: whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that's that was on kind of Hope. My that that has nothing to do with was... Thomas. Regardless of if he did it out of the goodness of his heart or if he did it because he thought it would, win, you know, gain points with Hope, it was the truth. And and like you said, if if Hope decides that mm-hmm. this is a thing exactly. that makes her want to be with Thomas, then that's Hope's choice, and there was no deception. There's no lie or deception behind mm-hmm. what Thomas did. So either way it goes, he did the right thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He yes. did the right
1: thing. Yes,
0: and and this, and even right. taking hope out of the equation, that's his niece or nephew. So, you know, and to keep something like that away from your your soon to be niece or nephew and your yeah. own sister. That's a horrible thing to do. And especially at this point where he's trying to be a better person and all of that, that makes it look worse. And if Vinny had a win, just say he went through with it, and I I think they would have been mad at Vinny for a little while, but people like Brooke would have been like, oh, yeah, see, I can guarantee you Thomas was probably part of this. You know what I mean? Just to get at Hope, and he was probably putting this all together. He hasn't changed, so he had to make sure that he cleared the air with all of this to keep his name out of it. So yeah, I don't know why folks, folks was just they still yeah. think Thomas is just yeah. being old Thomas. And they then somebody, married, oh, sorry.
1: So. I was gonna say, and then I saw somebody. But then about mm-hmm. no, um, go ahead. How this he only did this because of hope and um he doesn't care about anything but hope because he didn't even go to his sister and I'm like, well, Finn was there, so why would he? It, I'm, he knew that Finn was going to tell Steffi so he he doesn't need to be there for that that's Finn's child now you know what I mean Finn knows exactly. that that's his kid so he don't need to tag along with Finn to tell Steffi right, that right. so yeah right. his his next step would be to go to Hope exactly
0: Yeah, because then that gives her the opportunity to say, figure out whether she yeah, wants to save her thinking. marriage because the baby is not <laughs> the only issue with Hope and Liam. Just a mere fact of... Yeah, you know, they're trying to make it look like this baby is the biggest issue. Brooke actually said some truths yesterday when she said, mm-hmm. I don't understand why Liam yep. keeps I know. doing this I was to my daughter. And I was like, I did Brooke say
1: that? She was going to sit in there and... <laughs> blame all of this on Steffi again regardless of the fact that it was Ridge because she's done it before I just knew that that's what was going to happen it was going to be her ragging on Steffi
0: right right (laughs) yeah I had to look around and make sure I wasn't in an alternate universe because it was like when Brooke
1: said I can't believe
0: uh-huh. that Liam continuously do this to my yeah. daughter, and I'm like, and, and but she oh, said wow. that, and she still now tries to,
1: <laughs> not force, but she still tries to convince Hope to work things out with him.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't that that I don't agree with. Yeah, that don't make sense. I mean, the the biggest thing in this is is one thing that he slept with her. But, and we Mm -hmm. talked about this months before when this initially happened. When you leave and saw what you thought was Hope and Thomas, your first initial reaction wasn't to address what was going on in the room, go home and wait, call Mm -hmm. your daddy, call your brother. You know what I'm saying? You go straight to Steffi's. And that right there in itself is a problem. Just that movement before we get to the sex, before we get to any of that, that right there is that out of all the people that you could have talked to or you could have went home or even just addressed the situation in the room, you left and ran off to Steffi's house. That's the part that Brooke and, and Hope needs to look at to say, why did he do that? You know, so the baby came later. You know, this whole baby thing, which, of course, is not Liam's, but
1: that whole thing came later. Yeah. So, yeah, they got more yeah, issues and that's, uh, what's that's going on. I, think, I think that's yeah. what drives me about the paternity thing is it was like her, her, her whole, like, how she felt about the situation when they were at the hospital get ready to get those results and tells Liam that she wants to work things out. And then as soon as they get the results and, and, the, and it turns mm-hmm. out that it's Liam, suddenly she wants nothing. So it was like at, that was the point where they were trying to make it totally about the results and not the fact that he cheated. And it's like there's that that child is like. It's horrible because it's something that you're going to have to look at and live with for the rest of your lives to remind you of what happened. But like you said, there's still the fact that he went straight to her. And there's also still the which she doesn't know any of the other the other stuff that happened that night, you mm-hmm. know, as far as the the conversation, yeah, that's an even bigger factor, mhm, the, the conversation, conversation. they had which they I wish that, like I said before, I wish they would have mm-hmm. revealed that information that he said all those things to Steffi, so
0: mhm, mhm, yeah. And uh, that's the same thing, like we were saying about Chelsea, you decided to stay with somebody when you, knew what was the breaking point? The kiss was the breaking point right. over everything else. The baby is the breaking point right. over everything else. <laughs> and this isn't Hope?
1: the first time is the thing. I mean,
0: seriously. <laughs> like this isn't
1: the first time <laughs> you know. That, that he's, you know, cheated on you or whatever you right. want to call it, had some kind of misunderstanding and went and slept with Steffi. Like you've done this before. Mm-hmm.
0: And even Brooke, I forgot. Brooke also said, "I can't believe this going on and with Liam. You, he goes back yeah. and forth between steps, and, and, and you still Hope sit there and like, try to convince your uh, daughter. Yeah, you're getting away up call? to be with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she. <laughs> and you would think marriage. that. Yep. Uh, I was
1: just gonna say you would think that, yeah. even <sighs> if she said, you know, okay, I know I so can't let's talk, talk of, because mm-hmm. when she was talking to Hope because of you know her relationship issues. But you would think that she would want her daughter mm-hmm. to have better than what she's had to deal with. So instead of encouraging her to go down the same path that she went down with Ridge,
0: exactly, you would think
1: that she would want her to have something better than than those patterns that she's gone through all you know over the the years that with Ridge, and tell her you know at some point you just gotta you gotta break ties with him and move on because obviously exactly. nothing is going to change. Yeah.
0: Yep. You would think, but nope. She doesn't do it. She wins. Can, You know, I, I, she's fixated on making sure Hope wins Liam. And yeah. she wins, not be together, win him. Like this is some type of competition. Um, okay, so Friday episode, everybody is buzzing over on social media because. When they found out, both Finn and Thomas, especially Finn, found out the fact that that's his child, and Steffi was about to take off to Paris and leave for good without telling him. Um, he in that whole episode, <laughs> yeah. he didn't get to tell her, and people was pissed. <laughs> I was laughing because I knew this. I said, "Watch Bo <laughs> do this." I had prepped myself yep. before it started. I said. Watch Bo do this, and sure enough, he's ta- She's talking about this is. I won't let you watch me raise a child with Liam, and he says nothing. I won't let you be this baby be a reminder of what happened that night and how mm-hmm. you know I'm raising another man's baby. Finn says nothing, and, and you you get a whole proposal out, and people in Facebook was like, "Why did he just say?" this is our right. kid and the paternity test was wrong the mom That's what you came there for. So, I mean, Thomas was able to get it out at the end of the episode. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Tom, everybody else was just like frazzled about that. What, what was your thoughts? You, I mean, was yeah, I was hoping they I, were going to just put it all out, they out there yesterday. Had
1: say it, at least say it at the very last minute and then and then go off. But we know I know how the soaps work, so mm-hmm. I, I wasn't surprised that they didn't have him say it Friday. Right. Yeah, I think people
0: didn't even they didn't pay no attention to the proposal. They were so mad at yeah. him not telling her. Yeah, because some, some people, I saw some "Why? Why
1: would you propose before you even tell?" You her? know, because you know what happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it made no sense. Yeah. It, it's, it was weird. And, you know, like I say, I just I laughed through the whole thing. I sat there calmly because I'm like I'm, I am yeah. not going to get on my edge of my seat because I know what they're about to do. And which it was, they didn't and not tell her. Right. And especially on a Friday, which <laughs> means that you got to wait till Monday. <laughs> so... But what I can I look at the Facebook groups, people was yeah. they were not happy about that at all, at all. There are some folks that are even saying that. I now heard two things, and I'm gonna throw this out here. One is that they think that he's still up to no good, meaning that there's some hidden dark path to to fan. We haven't seen any of that yet. If there is, the other thing is there is a rumor. I don't know how true it is, but they're hmm. saying that Quinn had a long lost son, and so they're saying that it's a possibility that Finn might oh, be Lord. Quinn's mother. I mean, Quinn's son. And I'm like, I'm trying to think back. Did Finn say his mother was? I don't remember him existence? talking about. His Did parents she leave? At all. Did she pass away? I don't remember. Exactly. So, and people was talking about that means that she got a kid with Wyatt, would be the uncle, and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, Lord, where y'all come up with that? I don't know where that came from.
1: I think people, so I don't some, know if there was some I don't know. I think when it comes to Finn, people just keep what? making up these theories because there was, I feel like, for a span of a couple of weeks, people were saying that they thought Finn and Vinnie are going to end up being related or brothers and I'm like why like where are you guys coming mm-hmm. up with these
0: yeah well because it, it, anytime you got a, a, a character that is the angel because you always got an angel and a villain okay and right now, he's the angel of the group. So they're like, this is too good to be true. It's got to be something wrong with him. I know. And it's like,
1: why can't we I, just I feel let like him be? most of the people that are saying <laughs> that are Steffi probably the ones, and I, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but are probably the ones that aren't fans of Steffi. So they want they want mm. Steffi to, they want there to be something wrong with Finn because they don't want Steffi to correct. be correct Yeah. It seems like they want. Yep, I've heard. I saw that too. So, uh, I was. Just I going, don't know, but it was a. Want her to, to stay miserable. Go ahead. And I'm like, well, if anything, you guys should be happy that now she has a reason to not, oh, they... you know, be on Liam's radar, or Lee, or she, Liam isn't on her radar because she's got a man in her life.
0: Well, just like you said, they want her. If you yeah. don't like somebody, they don't want you happy. Period. And so a lot of folks that are not Steffi fans, they just want her to just yeah. not let let Hope have all the happiness in the world and let Steffi be alone and miserable and blah, blah, blah. So now you got Finn, who's a doctor. Yeah. He seems like he's on the up and up. Yep. They're trying, trying to find, a find something wrong with him.
1: Somebody actually yeah, said, so. oh, sorry, there was somebody yep. that actually all posted. Right. Well, it's... Um, this was after Finn. Got in that fight with Vinny. Um, they gonna say. I knew Finn had a dark side. And, and look now he, he's turned out to be crazy. Look at the way that he went off on Vinny. And I'm like this man just found out. That Vinny changed the paternity results. That's not a crazy reaction. That's an understandable reaction. That he had. <laughs> yeah. And for yeah, anyway. I was so confused by
0: Vinny it. threw the first punch. So did y'all see that I mean come on you just can't want to nitpick and find right. and just pull something out the sky to make this man look bad Vinny threw the first punch Vinny changed the paternity chest test this man now has a child he's a father and turn everybody world upside down yeah. with what Vinny did why wouldn't he be mad so you know what they just <laughs> need to stop girl please people be saying all kind of stuff all right, so um, we are at the end of the show. We got about eight minutes left. Let's do our flip the script. I did explain that at the beginning of the, of the show where, um, what we do is we take either a, a scene or a storyline and flip mm-hmm. it in, in a different way, a different way or um, direction that we want to go. So, what's your flip the script? When Kyle walked
1: week? in and saw Sally and Tara talking, um, that he would have gone over to their table and just. Like straight up right there mm-hmm. told Tara, stay away from Sally. She knows about Harrison. Um, whatever she's talking to you about right now, it's not genuine. She's digging for info. And just called her out right there on the spot. Um, my my B and B flipped uh when Zoe was okay. once again um blaming Paris for all of her issues. Um, I wish like Zenday or maybe Ridge had walked in on her mm-hmm. telling Paris she needed to resign and leave LA because I want somebody else to witness how Zoe treats her okay okay cool
0: so um, on the Young and the Restless My uh, flip the script would have been Mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing with um, Ashlyn Locke and Victoria. I'm going to need details from you. I know you said that you flipped that company over to Mm -hmm. Chance Com. I need you to go into detail why you did that. Because, uh, you know, I you know, he, I think he should have went deeper into that whole thing, because if I'm selling a business that mm-hmm. you simply just recently got rid of and now you come to me and want to buy another one, I'm going to be like, no, nah, you got to give me more details. And, oh, I just thought that it, whatever she, it was okay. pretty weak what she gave him. So that would be my flip the script on y and on both. Um, mine was similarly with the same thing with Zoe and um, with um, Paris Paris need to break down everything to her like okay so you blaming the fact of you flirting with Zende you blaming the fact that you went mm-hmm. over to his house to go skinny dipping with him that was you not me you are the one doing all these things so how does that have anything to do with me and put it out there. Like instead of her pleading to be accepted yeah. and trying to help her put that girl on notice, like, okay, so you saying it's my fault, right? All right. Help me understand how this is my fault. Cause from where I'm standing, this is what you did. This, 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 this. And my name is nowhere in that list. It's all you. So where do I come in this? And don't ask me to quit. Cause I'm not doing it. I like this job. I got hired. I'm going to keep it. And if, like you said earlier, yep. you keep doing yep. this, I'm going. To, I'm just going to go and tell Ridge or Carter what you're doing. So you need all to right. stop. So that's what I have. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we definitely had a good show. We had a whole lot of stuff. Look, pat on the back. back. <laughs> and we still have, we did it all with five minutes left. I'm shocked. Because <laughs> we're be about to get cut off a pat on the back okay but um i'm gonna hit you up right after this because i'm gonna let you in on some things but um for everyone else thank you so much for uh again listening Mm -hmm. and checking us out every week i'm glad you stuck around with us for this whole year amongst the break that we had last summer with everything and through all the technical difficulties and everything and you guys across the globe, we really, really appreciate yeah, you same. listening to us every week on this podcast. So we really appreciate it. So, all right. So um, other than that, um, I did drop a nugget earlier of how young and the bold and the Beautiful, more than likely yeah. he's probably going to tell, I don't know, tell Steffi on Monday or whatever we'll see what what happens with that but other than that that is the week of the 15th through the 19th so um we'll look out for that oh preemptions NCAA, are coming up yeah. because of the national the um national tournament for yeah the ncaa um so there probably will be a couple preemptions at the end of the week because i think it starts next thursday or friday so we might have a short week This week in regards to the soaps, but hey, this is common. We should be used to this by now. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people aren't happy. We get the messages in the group. I see it every year, but this is what CDS does. This is an awesome thing for those kids. My kid, my oldest was a part of that life. This is how they pay Mm -hmm. for school through their sport, through their talent. So, I mean, it might not be something you personally know, but these kids, they live for this every year. This is part of their achievement. This takes them into the professional level of sports and things like that. So, uh, I understand it's for for the soap watchers, it's one thing, but for these kids, this is huge. I mean, it definitely paid four years of my daughter's college (laughs)
1: years.
0: I am not definitely going (laughs) to knock it. And plus, I'm a basketball fan anyway, so. Same. <laughs> so I'm getting my brackets together. So. All right. So I just wanted to put that out there. Any type of news I like to All share. Right, with bye. The group. So other than that, we will see you next. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless Bold and the beautiful, long haul, diehard fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more.